celebrity crush or nothing? Oh, man. We ain't going to speak on that. We're not? <laughs> we're not? No, we're not going to speak on that. I mean, you know. I did have a celebrity crush. Yeah, I mean, maybe. It, I did. Who was it? You know what I mean? I'm not going to say. He was a rapper, a singer. I'm not going to say. He's like an R&B guy. You can tell me the genre of music. No, he, was a, he, he was a rapper. He was a rapper. He was a gangster rapper. Or like one That's of those soft rappers. Nah, 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 nah. But this podcast but, getting kind of big. I, I, I had a little crush on Ghana. When that you. ugly money. Yeah. Yeah. That ugly money. Yeah. Say it's that ugly money. This is the Ugly Money Podcast. It's about the process of success. Everything between your first dollar, your first million. That's ugly money. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to yet another episode of the Ugly Money Podcast. Hosted, promoted, sponsored, endorsed. By Gorge Rejuvenation Tea, promoting size, stamina, libido, any, you know, all the good stuff that you need to get the good stuff done when she comes over. Go to engorge.com, that's E-N-G-O-R-G, to get yours today, all-natural male supplement. My special guest of the evening, <laughs> Internet Breaker. Trendsetter. <laughs> Vibe Maker. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Brie Trilla is here! What's going on? I'm blessed. I can't call it. I'm blessed. I feel good. You ain't nervous no more, is you? Nah. You good? I'm good. Okay. You sure? I'm good for now. <laughs> Brie, Let's question. Go. First question of the night. Who was Brie Trilla before Brie Trilla became Brie Trilla? Uh, I'll put it like this. Brie Trilla was just a, a nine-to-five college grad trying to figure out life. Just had a passion for music. Just stayed consistent with it. And then over the time, just kind of finally got that one record to stick. And then everything just kind of been up. But before Brie Trilla, it was out. Brie Trilla been around for a long, long, Facts. long, long time. Facts. We're going to talk about it. Yeah, it's just before Brie Trilla, all this, it was just, yeah, nine-to-five, regular job, Walmart, regular life. It was just Brie. Yeah. Where Brie from? Baxley, Georgia. It's oh. like a southeast, southeast Georgia, 912 area. So it's not like kind of near Savannah. It's in that little area. Southeast Georgia, though. It's like two, three hours from Atlanta. Small, small, about. small so, market. Yeah, super duper small. And you went to school where? Uh, Fort Valley State University. Shout out Fort Valley. Yeah, for sure. BFSU. Y'all party good out there, boy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's lit. Yeah, they party, party. Yeah. I went to Fort Valley one one weekend or whatever. I ain't wake up till Monday. I was <laughs> lit the whole time. I was drunk the whole time. I didn't remember. I didn't come to and sober up till like Monday afternoon. I was like, "Yeah, they they oh, party yeah. out there." Fort Valley, you don't you don't you don't turn up. And show. Baxley, Georgia. Baxley, you putting Baxley on the map? Baby. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Let's let's go back to Baxley. Because, you know, this is like one of your first interviews, so I, I get the chance and the opportunity to really get the whole Brie Trilla story. Okay, let's get it. What is Baxley, Georgia like? Oh, man. Okay, so Baxley is one of them towns where you know everybody. Okay. Like, you stop at the red light, you look in the car next over, you probably know who it is in the car. It's small town, couple red lights, couple stores. Literally a small town. You yeah. get it out type of town. But it's it's very, very, it's not really a violent town. It's very, you know, it's peaceful. We have our, you know. Different sides, different sides. Like, if, like you got your your north side, your south side, but it's it's nothing like major like that. It's it's really a cool town to be from. Like, everybody pretty much get along. Everybody get along. Yeah. It ain't. So is it like rural? 
Yeah. So Very got, country. Like, farms so and it's stuff like, out yeah, there. you my granddaddy go to his backyard, he planting greens and corn and stuff like that. Ooh, good eating. Yeah, for sure. Very country, dirt roads and stuff like so that. So you from the country. Yeah. I'm from the country too. Okay. The city I'm from ain't got no stoplights. Where you from? I'm from I'm from McKinney, Virginia. Mm. Of course you never heard of it. Nobody has. In the city I'm from, it's just one it's just one stop sign with blinking lights on. There's no stop lights there. And when I left to go to the military, there was there was only fifteen hundred people that lived in the town. See, that's why like originally I'm from a town called Uvalda. But see, I moved I moved from Uvalda when I was like eight. But it's Uvalda. Yeah. Now it's a town like it's no red light. It's one one main stop sign, no schools, no restaurants, nothing. You gotta go to the next town to go to the Yes. Hey man, look, some of some of the best, some of the best, some of the best talent come from out these sticks. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You don't always gotta be from the big city to be big. You, you know what I mean? Okay, so moving forward. When how does somebody from Baxley, Georgia get the motivation to start rapping? Um, I think for me it just started like at a really, really, really young age. So I was like around eleven when I knew I kinda had a gift for just music in general. Uh-huh. So I was learning how to play the piano, making beats, like going to the store, buying ten dollar microphones, getting on mixed craft, lime wire, downloading beats, you know Let's what I'm go. saying? Yeah. Like at like thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. So it's just like nobody really I didn't get no inspiration from nobody around me, which is more so like listening to other big artists and then you just I just fell in love with it. So I just stayed with it. I just I was a student of the game, so I was always watching interviews, always watching like Biggie and all of them, like learning how to do it. I just kind of was always in my own lane this whole ride, like yeah. just focusing on my craft really, and it just blossomed as I got older. So, so you just you just you just started rapping because that's something that you well, just wanted to do. Well, no, see, when I was young, 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 my uncle he um he would be in like high school rap battles and stuff like that. Like they are rapping school, so he'll come home with At a note. Actually, high school? No, this was in like okay. this was in Uvalde, like my Vernon, where okay. I'm really really from. Right. So he would come home and I'll be at my grandma's house and he'll come with a whole rap, like a book full of raps, and I'd be like, "Ooh, let me try it." And then that's when I really got like a thing for. It. I used to go like write my own little ABC raps and go in the mirror and practice it. But he really got me into it. My uncle just like rapping, rapping. There it is. So, that's our uncle, man. Yeah, for sure. So, um, if I was to go to school, high school, with Bree Triller, what would I say about her? Quiet, funny, smart. I was a band geek and, like, an athlete. So, it's like, I had my my crowd. Like, if I was in band class, I was either in the basketball court or I was either in class, like. What'd you play? Uh, trombone. Okay. Yeah. Percussion. Okay. Yeah, I was a band geek for sure, for sure. I mean, you got the lips for it. Man, go on, on man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? It's crazy. My band director, because uh, I played percussion, I wanted to play the drums, right? So when I middle school, you know, we finally get our first band, day of band class, and I, I would just have my mindset on playing the drums. And I remember the, the band director was like, "No, he needs to play trombone because his lips are extremely big, and he'll do good with trombone." And I'm like. But I want to play drums, but I ain't had no rhythm. Yeah. So, you know, they give us a little test to see who got rhythm. I had nothing. And I remember going back home telling my mama, like, band director say I got to play trombone because my lips big. So my mama called up to the school like, that boy want to play drums, he going to play drums. <laughs> and that's how I became because I ended up getting a scholarship playing drums. Okay. So, But shouts out to y'all trombonists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played because I was on the drum line. Oh, yeah, I got... was really talented. Oh, you know, you know a little song? Know a little you know a little paradiddle? Yeah. Come on, stop playing. Left, right, right, left. Okay. <laughs> And you play ball? Yeah. Basketball? Yeah. What position? 
I was like a small forward. See, you look like, like you. You look like you were like a defensive specialist. Most definitely, for sure. Yeah, I was getting all the steals. Yeah, you but look I like the quick. girl. Yeah, you look like the girl they're gonna send out and be like, okay, breach, shut her down. <laughs> yeah, I was like when you would put man to man on. Yeah, yeah. Like the whole game is gonna stop up scoring. But so, I, I loved it though. I was just, I just like sports too. So. And then went to Fort Valley State. Yeah. Uh, went to Fort Valley um, soon after I graduated high school because I wanted to pursue music, but I was just like, at that time, I'm young, 17. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go get my degree. Got my degree, graduated my bachelor's degree. Ooh, come and on. Then, we going we, we to put some, put some respect on that. Yeah. College sure. grad. Yeah. <laughs> Big breach. And then after that, I just kind of had my first little break, I guess you would say, like I opened up for Dej Loaf, like back in like 2016. So first, where did you, what you get your uh, degree in? Criminal justice. Alrighty. Yeah. So you was going to be a lawyer? I didn't know what I wanted to do. <laughs> to be honest, I wanted to go for like mass communications yeah. or something like that, but I was into like forensic files and like stuff like that. Yeah. So I was like, let me go into criminal justice and see, but I mean. I don't think a lot of people know what they want to do at 18. You know mm -mm. what I'm saying? And when you get to college or whatever, you really don't know. Unless you just had a passion for something, you know, when you were younger, you really don't know. And a lot of us are just shooting in the dark. And I know a whole bunch of my college homies that had got a degree in something. They don't do nothing with that degree. Yeah. They could just do something completely different yeah. later on in life. But, you know, we all spend tons of money in the four years of. Yeah. Do you think college is a scam? Damn. Oh shit! I mean, talk to me. I don't. I don't know. The older I've gotten, I realized like I wish I would have just probably gotten a trade or mm. probably went to like full seller for like engineering or yeah. something that I am passionate about. Yeah. But I mean, I, like you say, you have to be really passionate about. Like, if you want to go be a dentist, then you yeah. know you have to go to school for to learn those type of skills. But it's hard getting a job like after you graduate, and then you want to get right into your field making money. It's hard. So. <laughs> Yeah, because you know, uh, and, you know, you spend these four years and tons of money getting this piece of paper, and it doesn't guarantee you a job. Yeah, <clears throat> you know, and, and unless it's a trade that you have to have a college degree, somebody can go on YouTube and learn your job. Yep, you feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I used to, um, I used to work with the mass comm department in in, in in one of the universities in Augusta, and I'm sitting there looking like. You guys got me coming here, and I'm a college dropout, but I'm over here teaching the students that are paying tons of money to go here, and I'm like, I learned this shit on YouTube. So it's just, yeah. unless you're like a doctor, or you're going to be like a lawyer or something that you have to have those certain credentials, I mean, mm. this is my opinion. This ain't Bree Triller saying it. <clears throat> it might be some bullshit, because it, mm. it don't guarantee no job. It don't guarantee don't guarantee, but I mean, like for me, like I say, if I wanted to get, cause I like to, I can use my degree and maybe go back for like mental health counseling cool. or something like that. Cool. And if I get older, just want to have do something, I could later on in life. But I mean, it's good networking. Would, yeah, that's what I, that's 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 the um the advantage I saw in college, like networking. Right. Like my literally my you know one of my my roommates, my sweet mates, he's like a big DJ now and everything, and we still mm -hmm. you know we still throw ideas back off each other or whatever, but. Shoot, man, forty thousand dollars and you get a nigga number. <laughs> I got a DM him. <laughs> For real. Let's move forward. For real. All right, so we leave Fort Valley. We have our degree. We got our piece of paper. And so what's next? We three just started looking for like different jobs and different fields and yeah. stuff like that. Interviews here and there. 
stuff wasn't working out. I ended up working at like a call. No, I ended up working at a call center for like a couple years yeah. doing that back and forth, like just normal jobs. But during that time, I was still like finding time to get in the studio, uh-huh. finding time to make music. So there's studios in Baxley. No. Okay. I mean, my homeboy. And see, that's <laughs> this is kind of where it gets like interesting because yeah. like. Me and him, we was just locked in with each other. So he kind of like was the engineer for everybody in the city. Like okay. everybody go to him record. Yeah, there's $20. always that one guy. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. $20 an hour. Yeah, so. yeah. You looking out for the hood, bro. You feel Love. Yeah. So he used to record everybody. For sure. And so like with me, we just kind of just stayed. Everybody else kind of like just drifted apart. But me and him, just we just clicked ever. And we'd always would, he'd go to my house. I'd go to his house and we'd always record. And then I had another engineer that I met throughout the year. So I would go to the studios, mm-hmm. but, you know, with my people type time, so. So you're working jobs here and there. Yeah. How bad does that suck? It was horrible. <laughs> no, it was horrible. Like, seriously, it was horrible. But, I, I mean, it, 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 it grew character in me, I feel like, because it sure. made me, like, you can't go to the studio all the time, you know what I'm saying? So I learned how to record myself. I'm mm. on YouTube learning how to. Do this on FL, do this on Pro Tools, buying microphones. I was investing in myself okay. with my job, with getting my, you know what I'm saying? So it was bad, but it wasn't, I mean, it was like, it was, it's like, you know, you got to do what you got to do. You got to pay your bills, you got to work, so. So college graduate, working, pre-never gets married, pre-never gets engaged, pre-never falls in love, there's no... There's yeah, no love story. I mean, I was in a I was in a long term relationship, okay. and like in college, and like till recently. Okay, to to very recently. So I was in a long term relationship for sure. Okay, yeah, just just didn't work out, huh? Nah, big move to two thousand twenty. Big move to two thousand twenty. Oh, so you aren't like Glorilla saying that you s i n g l e again, and you really was you really were in a relationship. You you really on that big move. Oh yeah, for sure, I live it. Well, let's talk about it then. Yeah. Let's talk about relationships. Let's talk about them. So you are artist, an actor, an activist, whatever you do. Come to the Ugly Money Podcast and tell your story. You can be a special invited guest by texting the number right here. Let's lock in your interview. Let's tell the world what you got going on. Over the past 90 days, we've gotten 30 million views on YouTube, 50 million views on social media sites. It's time for the world to know about you. So make sure you text this number so you can come on the Ugly Money Podcast. And you get to meet China, too. It's that ugly money. What is going to make Brie Trilla happy in a relationship with a man? Uh, definitely support. Okay. You got to be able to support me 1,000%. Like, 1,000%. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, in my, the lifestyle that artists live, like, you have to constantly be on your phone or, you know what I'm saying, be in the studios or be here and be there. So, if you can't understand my lifestyle, it's like, don't even, don't even try to talk to me because I'm not going to change what I got going on. Mm-hmm. Either you're going to adapt to what I got going on or you're going to have to figure it out. So, what doesn't Brie Trilla like in a relationship? Um, insecure. Ooh. Like, inse- you can't, insecure, that's like the biggest turn off. Mm. Like, that's the biggest turn off. You can't who be insecure. Who that tits you? It's yeah. Who that tits you? Yeah. What a little baby want with you? 
<laughs> you see when uh, Christian yeah. and Blueface, uh, I guess a little baby was at texting Christian or something, and then Blueface like posted the tweets or some shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was totally messy. I'm like, bro, like you you seem like mad insecure. Like, are you scared that she gonna run off on you? <laughs> but little baby was like, I guess. Like oh, hitting Christian up on some, on some networking yeah. type vibes or whatever. And, you know, she was like, you know, in an interview, like, little baby text me. And I guess Blueface goes back in her phone and posts the, that's just too much. Yeah, that's just too much. Like, that's just too much. That's just too much. And see, for me, I'm older. So it's just like, that's middle school, high school yeah. stuff. You feel what I'm saying? I'm grown. If we don't know how to, if we can't communicate, figure it out right in and there, like, you're not for me. I don't argue. I'm big on peace. Like, so it's just like. So you're not going through phones? No. No. Let's see what that be like. <laughs> <laughs> you go through phone? No, no. You know, the only time I've ever, the only time I've ever gone through a woman's phone is directly after she went through mine. Type because time. because I feel like like random insecurity is a red flag for mm-hmm. you must be doing something wrong. So you just figure that I gotta be doing something wrong. Cause I remember when I used to do dirt, I'd be insecure. I'd be I'd be paranoid as hell. Like, boy, boy, I just I just did whoop the whoop the whoop. I gotta, but I know she doing it. I can't. I know what I just did. And so when any anytime like a, a, a girlfriend of mine would just be randomly insecure, I'm like, oh, you must be doing something because you over here. I see you over there running in the bathroom thinking I'm asleep, running with my phone or whatever, trying to cl- keep the door closed. Then they try to close the door off slow so he don't fit here the thing. Now, and they just in the phone. I'm like... It's just too much. Yeah, baby. I, you up to something. It's too much. Yeah, I ain't going through phone. Like I said, if, unless you go through my phone, but mm-hmm. like, if I, nah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not I'm not going through no phone. Yeah, you ain't spying on me. No, no, for real. <laughs> you really live your raps. No, for real, we not. I don't go through phones. I don't. I don't really too much worry about what you got going on because like anything that happens in the dark gonna come to the light. Mm-hmm. And I know I move with pure intention, so it's like I don't cheat. I'm, you know what I'm saying? So if you do anything to me, that's your loss. Like, bye. I don't care. Mm. So just okay, like, keep your energy, baby. Big yeah, move. big move. So, what would it take for a man to date Bridge Trader? Cause that's what they gonna want to know. Oh. Um. Right now. Yeah. Definitely gonna have to be somebody that's like. I don't. You know what? I don't even think I can date right now. <laughs> Cause that, that, like, that's the question that I would have to really just yeah. sit down and like really think on. Like. So there's no celebrity crush or nothing. Oh man, we ain't gonna speak on that. We're not. <laughs> We're not? No, we're not going to speak on that. I mean, you know. I did have a celebrity crush. Yeah, I mean, maybe. It, I did. Who was it? You know what I mean? I'm not going to say it. was a rapper, a singer? I'm not going to say it. like R&B guy? You can tell me the genre of music. No, he, was a, he, he was a rapper. He was a rapper. He was a gangster rapper? Or like one there of those soft rappers? Nah, 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 nah. But this ser- podcast getting kind of big. I, I, I had a little crush on Ghana when Ghana was like. Cause see, oh, he had, man, but see, that's the thing. See, that's the thing. I keep it real. I, I really keep it real. I did. I did. And I still like Ghana, but it's just, oh, I didn't want to say it. No, I mean, hey, just do what you do, big dog. Nah, because I like Ghana. <laughs> hey, hey. I like Ghana. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion. I don't dislike him either. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, did, you know I like his music, for sure. Man, listen, let me tell you something. I did some great business with Ghana. Yeah. I sent an artist. I did a tour. We went 30 cities. Uh, the winner I sent to to Gunner, and they ended up, you know, rocking with him. Like, you know, I, I did a lot of great business with Gunner. I can't say nothing bad about Gunner's mm-hmm. business acumen or his music. 
I like his vibe. Like I like his vibe. He just he just cool. And like I'm a chill person. I'm a really chill person. So I like people that's really like just low key chill like me. So, so seeing what has recently transpired with Gunner in this plea deal situation, would Breach Triller still date Gunner? I wouldn't even answer that. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't answer that because that's a that's a personal question. You know what I'm saying? Like, you want to be careful with that, Elsa. <laughs> <laughs> not for real. Yeah, for real. <laughs> so no comment. No comment. No comment. No comment. What is Bree Trilla's type? Mmm. I like funny guys. Okay. I like funny guys. <laughs> yeah. I like guys that got ambition. You know what I'm saying? If I gotta okay. wake you okay. up and tell you to go get some money, like you not for me. I oh. like guys that go get it. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know. Um yeah. Camera on me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Athletes. You know, like, athletes. Oh, fuck it. Never mind. Never mind. Go ahead. But no, I like cool. I like normal, chill, funny guys. I like, you know what I'm saying? Normal. Uh, don't normal. do too much. I don't like loud guys, flashy, really chill, low key type of guys. So you like, you cool with the guy that work at Goodyear? If he like district manager, he's getting like a. <laughs> Yeah, you okay, shit. okay, hey, you but know, now, you know, yeah, he gotta be, he gotta be, I mean, <laughs> he gotta be coming with it. Yeah, I mean, but shoot, if he coming with it, he come. I don't judge people. You feel For what I'm sure. saying? I don't judge nobody. So it's just like, again, you gotta have some ambition. For sure, you gotta plan with that good year register job. Yeah. And hey, let's talk about it. But you gotta have a plan. <laughs> he gotta have a plan. He gotta, he gotta, gotta want to own his own good. Year. He working his way up in the company. Yeah, you gotta have a plan. to own his own good year. Right. That, that, that makes sense. That I'm playing with. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Everybody ain't got to be a scammer mm-hmm. or a drug dealer or a rapper. Yeah, for sure. No, 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 no. <laughs> the good, so, so, so regular guys could possibly, whenever your 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 um your date book opens back up, whenever that is, they they could have a chance to. Yeah, you just you just you know gotta have some motion. Gotta you know what I'm saying. You just gotta you just gotta be on be on top of your stuff. Okay, I'm gonna let you get. Let, let's continue. Okay. <laughs> All right. From the get go, tell me the story of you from the moment of you leaving your house, going to the studio to record Big Mood. All right, boom. So before. I went to the studio before a big move. I went through a, a real life changing like experience. So um, I was already in that mindset of like, man, you know what? I'm finna just go to the studio. I'm finna make a hit. You know what I'm saying? Like life is beating my ass right now. Like I'm tired. You know what I'm saying? So before then, my homegirl, I had a show and my homegirl, she was just telling me about how somebody had did her dirty with this dude, whatever, across the aisle or whatever. So that kind of played a little part in it in the hook. So I was just like, let me just... Get on YouTube. I actually got on YouTube and I was like listen, listening to beats or whatever. And then um, I'm actually on my way to the studio. Actually, I wrote Big Move. I didn't write it on my phone. Didn't do nothing. I actually wrote it on my way. I went. To, you ever heard of Tifton? It's a, it's a. Of course. So I was going to the studio. Shout out two two nine. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I was in. I've been in two 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 nine a lot. Yeah, yeah. And um, I was just like, if you my B, then be my B, and don't you turn on me for ish. And I was like, well, that was that was hard. hard. And then um. Literally, it was like an hour drive to the studio, so I'm just writing it in my head, and then as I get to the studio, I'm like, I told my engineer, you know, just pull it up. We're listening to it. I was like, let me just 
play with it some more. We playing with it. I did like a verse on it, mm-hmm. one verse. And then I just put it on TikTok because okay. I had the part. We ain't crying by no, we ain't riding by no. One, two, three, four, five hundred. And so I was just like, let me just put that part on TikTok. I put it on TikTok and it just went crazy. And so people on TikTok was like, oh, put the song out, put the song out, put the song out. So I was like, let me do another verse on it. Went back to the studio. It was crazy. Went back to the studio, um, put a second verse on it. And then from there, it it just kind of did what it did. But it really wasn't no thought process behind it. I just really went to the studio like I normally, it was part of my normal routine. Mm -hmm. I'm always going to the studio. I'm always doing this. It just so happened to be that was the one, so. That thing right. Yeah, it was it was perfect timing for that song. Everything so, happened for a reason with that song. For sure. So so did you feel that that record was going to be special when you did it? No, nah. I didn't think it was gonna be. I thought it was gonna be like one of my other records because I was always putting like sneak on um, and stuff on TikTok. Yeah. And surprisingly, like I. I when I put it on there, it probably had like a 200,000 views, but I've had other videos that did way more than that. Uh-huh. So I'm thinking, nah, this ain't the one for sure. It's not the one. But like they started to share it. It went on Facebook first and hit like a million views. And then from Facebook, it got to Instagram, hit a million views. And then it, it started like yeah, go everywhere. And I was like, wow, this might be a hit. Yeah, I remember when I first heard it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know, uh, we had been in conversation for years. Yeah. And you know, you were... You are always consistently grinding, always consistently trying to figure it out. And um, I remember when I heard it on my song review, and I was like, oh, my. And, and at the, my girlfriend at the time, I remember when, when, when she heard it, she had heard it on TikTok. So mm-hmm. she was already, like, hype on it. Like, that's a hit. And yeah. I was like, whatever, we'll see. And I played the joint. And I, and I remember I was like, did she just say what she just said? With his one, two, three, four. <laughs> I remember the baby was in there going crazy. He was like, the baby was Yeah, crazy. the baby. And, and you know, I, I, I knew then, and I, I know you probably knew already, but I knew then. I'm like, okay, this record is going to change this artist's life. Oh, yeah. It's, it's big move. It gets so deep for me to the point where it's kind of scary because, like, my dad passed away in 2021, right. November 21st, 2021. And then that was the last day I seen him. And ironically, I dropped Big Mood November 21st, Wow, the year later, like the same exact day. It didn't hit it on, we didn't put it on our platforms until this year, but it's, it's been out since November, but it just happened to just be on all DSPs this year, but a different version of it, but it's been going crazy. It's been going crazy. So, so let's break down that infamous line. If we ain't spying on a nigga, house crying on a yeah. nigga. We ain't crying about, I can say nigga. Go ahead. Yeah, we yeah. ain't crying about no nigga. Yeah. We ain't riding by no nigga house, spying on no nigga. Okay. Let's go get some money and get fined on these niggas when, when it's, it's one, two, three, four, five hundred. Yeah, break that down. <laughs> okay, boom. For one, we ain't crying about no nigga. You okay. can put it in a female, in the sense of a female. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You know, y'all done went through y'all thing. It's time mm. for you to move on. Mm. First, you ain't crying for one. We mm. not doing that. Mm. You definitely not finna ride by their house. Cause mm. just talk. We not doing that. Okay. We're not finna spy on them. We ain't going on social media. Woo, 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 woo. You know, we finna go get some money. We finna get fined. We putting mm. all that behind. You know what I'm saying? Because it's literally 500 females, 500 niggas. It's more. It's it's more. It's out there. Like, we ain't crying by that one specific person. When it's 500, like, no, we're not doing that. There it is. Yeah, for sure. Moneybag, yo, I need you to do a remix for us, sir. <laughs> 
we ain't crying right. about them bitches. We ain't spying about them bitches with it. One, two, three, five thousand bitches. No, for real. <laughs> we gonna put that in the air. Money bag, yo, come on, bro. We need you. No, for real. Yeah, no. cause, 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 uh, it's uh, that is like the song that uh, when their girls use when their boyfriend or their man that did some fuck shit, they're gonna go use that song and then post it. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, I'm mad at him. Okay, let me go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, 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 Big Mood is a song, but it's just like fellas. It's like when they women play, when they ladies play it, they kind of get like, oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Because you be, they be toxic. You toxic, Bree. Bree Trill is toxic, ladies and gentlemen. Twenty twenty three, Bree Trill is toxic. No, <laughs> so, um, the shows have been going crazy lately. I see. Yeah. I see. You was at uh You was in Augusta, my old hometown. You was at a uh, rendezvous with the three. Shouts yeah. out by Deacon them. I know them guys very well. Uh, talk to me about getting booked. Okay, so like I said, I had been doing show. Like yeah. I've been around. Yeah, so sure. it was just like in my little area, I was getting booked. I was doing free shows. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And so um, it's different now, though. Yeah. <laughs> so now, um, now that big moves been kind of piping up, it's more so like okay. We want to hear, we want to hear, we want to hear. So, shoot, I think I've been getting booked ever since really like a week after I dropped the song. It, ain't, it has not stopped. Wow. Like, it's not stopped. So, How good does it feel to be able to walk in the club and do what you love to do, something that you wrote from yourself, and get paid for it? It's amazing. It's that, I feel like as an artist... That's what you want. You know what I'm saying? You want that. You want to be able to get on that stage and perform and, you know what I'm saying, yeah. and, and collect the bag from it. I mean, I think that's the easy part about work. How, like, the process, because it was not overnight, and I really want you to, you know, dig deep on that, because a lot of artists think that these things just happen overnight. My first song, I'm going to put it out there, and I'm going to blow up tomorrow, and I'm going to be in L.A. the next week. Like, talk to me about, like, the process of the ups and downs and the journey of you just to get to the point where you are now. It was a, it was a, it was a long journey for me, and that's one thing I tell people all the time. Like, you got to be willing to sacrifice in this. It's, it takes a lot, and I feel like like before I had my my moment, I was literally homeless. Like I didn't, I was damn near homeless. I was sleeping on my homeboy floor, like in wow. the studio. Um, I lost my job. I didn't have a car. Like life was literally like I didn't I didn't have nothing literally, but I still had drive. So yeah. I would literally get up and sleep. I, I'd be on the floor. I get up at six o'clock in the morning. I'm gonna knock out three songs. Amen. You know what I'm saying? And then I just kept doing it. And so then. Um, my manager, like, we were just, you know what I'm saying, just staying connected, just staying uplifted or whatever. And then, like, it just it just started to go up. Like, I never lost faith. I never, never in this whole entire process throughout this whole time, I never lost faith. I was literally at my lowest point. I had nothing, literally mm -hmm. nothing. And then it, all of a sudden, my life changed. Class. Yeah. That's beautiful right there, man. Um, shoot crazy. Wine. I'm here with the broken heel. It's the pineapple-flavored vodka, handcrafted, ultra-premium, triple-distilled, and black-owned. Make sure you follow them at Shoe Crazy Wine on Instagram and get yours today. When I drink, I like to drink black-owned. Shoe Crazy. You know, because there's a lot of people... That, that go through dark times. There's a lot of people that, especially in, in this artistry that we're in, in business that we're in, you know, there's ups and downs and people hit, you know, rock bottom. I mean, and like, talk to me about what 
how do you get up when you hit rock bottom? When you're homeless, it doesn't seem like every it seems like everything's against you. Like, where does it where does it come from to get up and be like, I'm going to continue to push forward? Um, first, my my faith in God for sure. But second, like I had a team. Like you know, what I'm saying like my homeboy them like. If I tell them I'm finna give up, they on me like, bro, hell no, nah, what are you talking about? Like, they literally believed in me more than me. Like, so, even my homegirl, like, my team literally kept me going because I was at my, like, lowest. But if it, were, if it wasn't for them, I probably would have gave up so many times, but they literally kept pushing me like, bro, you too hard. Keep going, keep going, keep going. And I just kept going. It almost a situation where these people believe in you so much that you got to believe in yourself. you like... I don't yeah. think I'm that great, but God dang, they think I'm so I was, I, I was, it, it, it got to a point, I was just kind of so frustrated with everything. I told, I take the group chat, and I was just like, dang, I don't want to tell them boys I'm finna give up, because I know they finna be upset. Like, we done put all this work in, and you really finna, like, give up? But it was like, they wouldn't, even if I wanted to, they would not let me give up, for sure. Like, Amen. Amen. Nah, they not gonna let me go like that. So, for those that want to know, how did... Big mood just go viral. Um, again, I put the snippet of it of me. I was rapping in the car. I was just I was just rapping in the car when I had it up, and I just had the I I got this thing on TikTok where I play with my lyrics all the time on on TikTok. So I just put the lyrics up as a regular video, like I do my normal consistent routine of content, and I just consistently did it. That's what I be telling these folks. Go ahead, keep going, keep going. going. No, just consistently, and it just happened to. Click. I don't know if it was just the algorithm that day, but it just kind of just clicked. But again, that just comes from just being consistent and Amen. just just trying it. So when I did it, it it went up like fast, and it was just like it just went up on TikTok. It just went viral off of TikTok, and then from TikTok, different celebrities started doing it. Ari, JT. Yeah, how how so, crazy was that when you saw Ari? <laughs> Listen, bro, I don't I don't know. I, I like a lot of stuff don't excite me because yeah. I'm just real chill. But yeah. like when I see like artists like big other. Celebrity, like especially female artists like JT and stuff, vibing to it. I'm like, oh yeah. yeah, that's cool. But yeah, it's lit. And then like, um, like Money Long, she's not even a female artist, but for her to even like say something, like, oh that's that's to me that's dope. Like, to that's get. yeah, that's a show. All the way from Baxley. Baxley's proud. Oh yeah, the I get a lot of support from my hometown. Oh for sure, for sure. Okay, so let's talk about all these deals and all this money these people are offering you. Ah. Uh, <laughs> Let's talk about it. I mean, what you're still unsigned. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I love it. You're still touring independently every week. Correct. The streams are continuing to go up. Yeah. How much they gonna have to give you, man? <laughs> But you know it's it's crazy it's crazy because like me and my manager we we've talked to several several labels yeah but you know I'm in a situation where it's like it's only what three months the song ain't even been out sixty days mm. you know what I'm saying it's it's super duper 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 early for me in my career so it's like I kind of want to build that leverage I want to gain my you know what I'm saying kind of get it right to you know when I do go to these people and go to these you know labels to talk business. You got to offer me a big check because look at all this that I've, you know what I'm saying, that I've done on my own. Building leverage. So, yeah, that's what I'm on right now. But, again, with a strong team, you can do that. You know what I'm saying? You just got to have the relationships. It's not that hard. You just got to. Two common. Two. two Two? Maybe, maybe. 
I don't know. I don't know. We haven't hit the summer yet, though, so it's like, I don't even know what I'm finna Six figures, seven, six or seven-ish figures. Yeah. yeah. I want to aim for seven. Get eight. in there. You know what I'm saying? He cries out of there. Hey. Hey. You know, I love to tell your story to artists or whatever um, that hit my platform. I always speak. I'm like, look, you look at Bree Triller. She done went up on y'all. You know what I'm saying? Because I've seen the consistency. And that's some, that's one thing that I do preach to artists all the time. It's just like, yo, bro, y'all just got to do it. Y'all got to get up every day and just do it. Yeah, you know what I'm sure. saying? Like, it's got to be a part of your life, your lifestyle. You can't just do it because you think you're just going to blow up tomorrow. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And you just, you just got to continually do it and, and, and take it serious. You take it like it's anything else. So, man, you know, you deserve everything that you're getting, Queen. You know what I'm Appreciate saying? Appreciate it. And, and, and I love it. Appreciate it. I love it. it. Appreciate are, it. I, I am so... Proud, <laughs> I'm like a proud bit, bro. I'll be like, man, boy, she he killing him. Yeah, when man. I saw you booked in Augusta, I'm like, oh boy, she getting it. Bro. Augusta was lit, yeah. though. It was a vibe down there for sure. Oh yeah, no, it was they a vibe down there. Because so, a lot of people don't think I'm, they don't know I'm from Georgia. Yeah, they don't. They think I'm from Memphis and stuff. Oh. Like, so it's just like, nah. When they find that I'm right here in Atlanta, oh dang, or Savannah area. Back ends like, looking beautiful. Mm-hmm. Shouts out to the back ends. For sure, for sure. Shouts out to the back end. She likes to look at me. Yeah. Yeah. Like she can just smile about that. For real. Shouts out to the back end. So what is the craziest thing that you've seen on the road thus far? Since you've been moving around crazy. Anything crazy? Any crazy stories on the road? Time to oh, hit a possum on the side of the street or armadillo or something like that. Anything crazy? Um, Man, I don't think cities? it's anything crazy. But like the, the, the team of people that I have around us, like we all so funny. Every uh-huh. every day is a moment. Okay. Literally. Like if we get in the car and pull out the driveway, we crying laughing. Like, it never stops with us. We always, we always laughing. But we always on the road, too, so we either sleep or just, it's normal. We always around each other every day. So, so have we taken the trip to New York to, to, to go around them folk yet, or we still just chilling? Nah, the farthest, I think, has been with Baltimore so far. That's dope. Yeah. But New York, probably soon. Yeah. It's like, it's like the, um, the Toxic Girl anthem right now. Dude. If you try to break up with your dude, that's the song you play. <laughs> yeah, it, I don't know. That song got crack in it. It's like it, it does. It, it fits. for a woman. It, it fits. just fits. It fits. It fits. Yeah, we, you know, it, it fits. And, and you know what? We be hearing it and be like, yeah, that shit fit. <laughs> yeah, tell. Yeah. Um, what's what does the future look like? What are you looking for in the future? What can we expect from Britrilla? Um, actually, like today, I had a little listening session for the EP. So we getting we're gonna gear up to get that probably. Later on down the line, um, Big Mood, of course, the video. We're going to mm. drop that soon. Um, yeah, that's crazy. You ain't even got no video. Man. I know. That's the crazy Ooh. part. So it's just like, I don't know if I want to drop it or not. Because everybody was like, you need to drop it. But it's just like, the, it just keep going up yeah. every day. It's like, so. But yeah, we got that. I have another single that I'm pretty sure is going to do really, really well. I've done teased it several times. It's under like millions on TikTok yeah. already, so I know that one's gonna be that for sure one in the cut. And um, again, like trying to get some features and stuff like that if I can. But again, like just still getting bent. It's, it's gonna be a long road for me too, so I, got, I still got a long way to go. But definitely building my catalog, yeah. get that project out, a couple of videos out, and then see what we're doing next. If year. you could have anybody on the Big Mood remix, any feature in the world, who would you have on it? I would do. I would say Nicki Minaj, uh, only because Queen. Only because I'm a Nicki Minaj. Like I'm, a, sure. I'm a big fan of Nicki. But yeah, definitely Nicki Minaj. But I'm one of the ones where if it sounds good sonically, 
let's do it. Uh, you feel what I'm saying? If it sound good, let's uh, do it. But yeah, definitely make it sure eat. Sure eat. So have you have you done any um any any features as of late with any kind of you know any other artists lately? Um, not none like that. Uh, me and London London B, we she's linked up. London B. She's we dope. linked up, did a couple records. She was cool. Yeah, she's so, cool. She's cool. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm always working. I'm yeah. always in the studio, so it's just like, but none so far that's like. Oh, they're coming. Yeah, but oh. me and London, we got we got some stuff. Oh, they, you know, you're a lyricist too. Mm-hmm. Like you take you take pride in your pen. Mm. It's, 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 talk talk to me about that like the artistry that you smile and she's like bars <laughs> I mean you want to be I'm going to be honest yeah. I'm going to be really completely honest I don't really write music mm. so it's like you know how Lil Wayne just going there just kind of yeah. just I'm like that like I I write when I want to kind of like you know be yeah. specific or have a real good substance with something but yeah. other than that I done got so used to it it's just like turn on the beat I could see a word in here and let's create. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like well, you know, it's keep putting money in your thoughts. You know what I'm saying? Just keep no, up, for real. See, I, you, I I probably go to the I probably go to the studio tonight and say something about yeah, ugly money yeah, and twist it you know or something. Like that. I, got my, I got my money ugly like Nietzsche. Okay, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I'm for feeling real. peachy. All right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, but I, I had a rap career. It, it failed. But anyway, um, let us know. Let them follow you at what they can expect from you. Any shout outs? Anything in in closing? Uh yeah, big move right now. It's everywhere on our platform, but y'all can follow me at Bree Trilla, B R I T R I L L A. Every platform: TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Spotify, Apple Music. Is Bree Trilla, everything. Queen, I am proud of you. Uh, you are an inspiration to independent artists all over the country because you trusted the process and continue to thrive and grow. And I just want to see you win. I'm cheering you on from the sidelines. <laughs> uh, remember, the bigger the dream, the bigger the risk, the bigger the payoff. This episode is being brought to you by Engorge Rejuvenation Team, promoting size, endurance, stamina, and libido. This has been the Ugly Money Podcast with Bree Trilla. Appreciate it. <laughs>